Your reasons for listening to this show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I am always looking forward to this. I have the one and only Sirock. What's up? Sirock the Mike. You can follow him on Twitter at Sirock the Mike. His podcast, The Weekly Review. Sirock, where, where can people find that at? Uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube as well. You literally can just type my name in into Spotify. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's that's how I, that's the best option to be honest with you. Because there's the weekly. You know, when I chose the weekly review, like you know, I just went with it. But now that I think about mm-hmm. it, like it's very common type of name. You should you, know, you should title. just use your name, Sirock, man. Know, like yeah, but I mean, you you know, I need some like it's tied to so much stuff. Like you need like some type of privacy, you know, like like Tuttle, right? Like we can I can Google Tuttle. All your, you know, your stuff will pop up. But if I put like your real name, like, mm. you know, that's not as you know, it's not, eh, not pop as up. much, not exactly. as much. You need that but, other life. So 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 how are things in your world, my friend? It is hot, hot, hot. Yeah. What the for for on? Florida in February? Yeah, this is this is strange. Well, it's hot, but it's not like beach hot. You know what I mean? No, it's, no, it's no, no, warm. No. It's warm outside. Like people are at the pool right now tanning. I can kind of see. Yeah, but now, now let let me ask you this, okay? Now, do black people tan? Like, do you do you get darker? Like the more out in the sun you are? Oh yeah. Or, oh, oh you yeah. do. You do. I get actually. dark. Not only do I get darker, I get darker faster. So like me and you went tanning, which you know obviously I probably wouldn't go tanning, but I would get darker way quicker. It's like now. I've used this uh, analogy before, but it's like, you know, when you put like a turkey in the oven for Thanksgiving, it takes forever, uh-huh. right? To, to actually get going hours yeah. and hours. Uh-huh. But then once you get that to that point where it's perfect, it can burn so easily. So after quickly. That. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm already like, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm already at like that, <laughs> that temperature to where like. <laughs> no, you're almost done. You don't need to stay <laughs> yeah. in the oven too long. Now, see, see, that's crazy. Did you, did you know that me and my wife, Actually, when I was married, owned a owned a tanning salon. Really? Yeah, we did. We we owned a tanning salon, and um, you you know what's funny is that the actual coach right now. See, he was the assistant coach at the time, but Steve Clifford, who is the coach of the Orlando Magic, uh-huh. used to come into my tanning salon, but he was only an assistant a coach assistant a coach. Assisted that my mouth, my tongue has not been able to manageable keep up with my mouth manageable, visible. 
Yeah, but uh, he was the assistant coach at the Magic when Stan Van Gundy was there. Okay, what does an assistant coach do? Like, I don't. Why is the coach need an assistant? I, I don't even know. But see, see, that's the thing about it. What did you think about the the chick or the broad? Yeah, I know I'm gonna get a lot of a lot of flack. <laughs> the broad that that uh, took in. I felt that was a little set up when yeah. when Greg Popovich got ejected. He could have given it to any of the other guy assistant coaches, but he gave mm. it to gave it to the broad. <laughs> I know I'm going to get a lot of. Yeah. What's, from does that. she have a name or, or did she go by broad? I forget her name. God damn it. She she uh, but she was a hell of a player, man. Um, and and what I liked about it is a lot of the players, they were like, you know what? She's the coach. Like Becky, they did. Be- ha- Becky Hammond. Yeah. Becky Hammond. Now, now, Becky Hammond, though, like they they all respect her, though, like they were like, yeah, they have to coach. Well, I mean, do they really have to, though? I mean, that's the thing about professional sports. Nobody wants to be the guy to not respect the, you know, one of the first like female coaches. Like, can you imagine the backlash? Oh, you would be a dick. Like and 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 could you imagine like if it was a black man married to a strong black woman and it'd be like, what? So you can't respect yeah. a woman? What, yeah. What, 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 what is this about? And then you like, go down you that road. You don't, you don't respect me? If yeah. you can't respect a female coach, then then that means like you don't, you don't respect, respect me. females at all. Yeah. You know, it's so, like, holy shit. Like, no, nah, that's not what I said. Like, <laughs> God, like, I almost feel like like I would hate to be in those positions to where like every single thing you say is taken out of context. And then it's just, like this whole persona of a terrible person because they said like come on man we all say terrible shit all the time like if you could record me 24 7 you would think i was like satan okay so so that that's a great i'm horrible at segues but when i see a good segue uh rush limbaugh died yesterday he did yeah you you did not know that rush limbaugh died where was i hold on are you sure yeah no rush limbaugh died yesterday I mean, he's been he's been on everybody's death pool like for quite a while, but um, <laughs> that's terrible. There, oh my there, god! But but Rush Rush said a lot of messed up things, man. Like we all say a lot of messed up stuff. Right. We all do. Now in the age of social media, where everybody have has cameras and stuff, mm-hmm. you're always going to get caught up. You're I yeah. mean, if if you're not careful. And Dude, there's. Do you ever look back at like I don't know how long you've had Facebook, but have you ever looked back to like you know my memories like, off or like Dude. the first year like the stuff you post like I look back at that stuff and I'm like holy shit, I should delete this now like. <laughs> oh, dude, I did that with Colton and his friends, and uh-huh. like. Dude, there were like so many like things. I was like, dude, you need to go back and delete this. You need to go back and delete this. Like they like when you're young dumb and i Mm -hmm. hate to use that young dumb and full of cum you (laughs) you you all like you just don't you do not give a fuck you say everything and that stuff comes back to bite you in the ass it it just happened but do you but a a part of me is like should you just leave it to show like growth like this is how i used to be but i've changed over the years right or do you just put on that whole fake persona like always being perfect well, if you delete it, nothing ever gets deleted on no. on the internet. So no. even if you delete it, somebody's got it somewhere. 
and say you're running for public office or or being a politician in the future, you're like, oh, that kid, that will most certainly come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah, but it's happened so many times to people to where I feel like it's not even like has such a a huge effect anymore. Right. Because now it's just like, yeah, I said it, but I was 16. And all right, we'll get past it. You know, now. Now, have you have you are you the type of person that can separate the person from the art? Like, for example, you know, talking about Rush Limbaugh, mm-hmm. you are wanting to get into the audio version, the broadcasting side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, But even though he said a lot of things, can you respect him as a broadcaster? Being yeah. one of the most like syndicated person people in the world, I think, you know, yeah. right behind Howard Stern, but but also realize he said a lot of shitty things. Yeah, I think I mean like, but that's I wouldn't say that's his job. I mean, I, you can never like be upset with someone's point of view, you know. Like he he sticks to his sticks. He did. I was dead now, but you know, he's the type to stick to his guns, which I can respect. And now I I mean I agree with everything, you know he says or promotes but Do you it's remember like... when the remember when the clintons were in he uh said yeah the clintons have two dogs you know they have their real dog <laughs> and they have their daughter chelsea clinton <laughs> i mean come on though i yeah, mean i would like, go that far I unless mean, like you unless bill clinton or the clintons in general like just you know unless there was some type of feud where they said something about you then yeah but i wouldn't use like you know my talents or just you know the stage that he's on to attack somebody else, you know, especially like a personal attack. And then what about all the hypocrisy though? Like he was like drug addicts need to go to jail. Drug addicts need to be put in prison. And then come to find out that he was doing so much Oxycontin uh, that he was buying from his maid Mm-hmm. That he lost his hearing. You you do realize he lost his hearing because he smashed so many oxycotton. During is that one of the time. like side effects? Yeah, it is. Like he lost his hearing, and you know, being a radio guy, you gotta kind of have your hearing. Well, Tuttle, now <laughs> that I know that, like I'm questioning everyone who can't hear well. I'm <laughs> what you can't hear me? Oh, you obviously are crushing oxycotton. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. No, no. He was like buying them left and right. But this is the same guy that said all these drug addicts need to go to jail. They need to be thrown under the prison. But he was buying like $20,000 a month worth of Oxycontin from 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 his maid. Yeah, I think he's suffered from, you know, like you were just saying, you know, can you separate yourself? I think his on air live, you know, personality is completely different from obviously mm. the real him behind doors. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of tumble, you know, because someone finds out something about your personal life and then it's like, well, fuck everything you said before that, you know, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Yeah. You know, it, but 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 what I liked about him was he was kind of like that cocky, you know, mm-hmm. like everybody loves those celebrities that are kind of like full of themselves. Yeah, I mean, look, look at the music, the rappers, uh, the artists, they're all, you know, talking about what I got, what you don't have and everything. And Rush was the first radio guy mm-hmm. that broadcasted in his own place. 
you know, like Bubba, Bubba owned his own studio. Right. We did not work at a radio station, but Rush had it at his own house. All he had to do was roll out of bed. He was also he was also the guy that was would would talk into the golden microphone. His microphone was gold. Okay, now that's uh, kind of like all right, that's a little ridiculous. It is a little ridiculous, but he called his studio his his you know the BRN. He called his the EIB network. Dude, can can you guess what EIB uh, um, stood for? Uh, I hear it, it's eating, you're never gonna guess it. Eating in no 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 excellence and broadcasting. What I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to like picture myself in his position. I don't know if I would. I would probably call something like the layer or you know or mm-hmm. heaven. No, <laughs> no, I guess that's kind of cocky. Um, I mean, it's his stuff, though. I mean, you can name what it wants, you know, what he wants to. But and then he used to he used to come in and say, "Welcome back to the EIB Network. This is Rush Limbaugh with uh, talent on loan from God Himself." <laughs> like, do you, he, do you think he went to heaven? I, I mean, I'm not super religious. I don't. But... I don't believe. I don't believe in. I don't believe in religion. So it, okay, really... but if you had to, like, if you had a lever. Oh you know. no! Yeah, Satan's fucking him in the ass right okay. now. Damn, and, it, and it's funny that because when you told me he died, like I mean, I don't watch the news much at all. But you know, oh, I'm always dude, on, I'm always on the computer, dude. and it didn't like it wasn't like you would think that would be like front page of a lot of different he, websites. But he 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 did a bit on a show where he was reading the names of AIDS AIDS patients, and then playing a laugh track underneath it. Oh goodness! So he. he He's uh, but I mean, he's definitely down below. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't believe in either or. But what I'm trying to say is that, (laughs) you know, even though he was a political guy, he was kind of a shock jock. Do do you realize that a lot of people don't realize that Rush Limbaugh, his ratings, you know, he was a right winger, you Mm -hmm. know, supported the Republican Party. But a lot of people don't realize this is that his ratings were better when a Democrat was in the White House. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because because it's fueled by because he had something to bitch about. He had something to rant about every single day. Not a lot of people realize that. I'm on his website. It says in love and memory of Russell Limbaugh, the third, the greatest of all time. I don't I mean, how can you make that claim? The greatest of all time. Well, like this okay. Is- all right. So you had you had Howard, but Howard had a bigger audience. But if you're looking, are we just you, talking radio in general? We're talking. We're talking radio. Okay. So he was on more markets and more stations, but they were mostly AM radio stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stations that Howard were on was on were all FM radio stations. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is, listen, Rush, like him or not, his politics, he was good at what he did. What about the guy? Um, damn, what's his name? Back in like the 60s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. He's like the most uh, trusted the Grease person. man? No, no, no. He was considered, considered like the most trusted person. Oh, uh, uh, oh uh, uh, Dan Rather or Ted Koppel. No, uh, God damn, what is his name? He has like all these schools named after him. 
Oh, man. Damn. I don't, he, I don't know if he was on radio, but I know he was like a broadcaster. Uh, uh rather couple. Um, he always yeah. like addressed the nation. Yeah, I know. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. But, 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 but what I'm trying to say though is like separating the person from the art. Uh, like for example, Mel Gibson. Okay, mm-hmm. Mel Gibson, piece of shit. Like some of the stuff that he's done. Uh, the anti-Semitic stuff. Um, you know, did you did you ever hear the voicemails that or voicemails that he would leave his wife? No, how did that even like leak? How, well, oh, Sharak, are you are you fucking kidding me? You have <laughs> never, you have I've never, never heard any of that. Okay, so Mel Gibson and his wife were at it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, who's his, who's Mel, his wife or ex-wife? I, I don't know, but she was some hot, hot chick, okay? Mm-hmm. But um, she was recording his meltdowns. Like, now, we've all been there as a guy, right? Yeah, like you, a you don't chick, record it. No, but she recorded everything and released it, which is completely against the law, depending on what state you're in. But... Like, we've all had a woman that has just gotten us. Like, we didn't right. physically touch her, but we've just been seething mad. Like, right. we're just like, <sighs> uh, and, 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 and Mel Gibson, in one of the, the rants he was going about, he was like, he was like, yeah, those tits that I bought for you walking <laughs> around in that tight ass dress, just shaking your ass. I don't give a fuck if you get raped by a pack of ends. Oh, damn. He was, shit, I didn't hear that voicemail. No, but I I mean, for real, look, uh, when, when we get off of this, go back and, 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 and listen to those voicemails because he was racist as fuck. Like, I swear to God, he was like, I don't give a fuck if you're walking down the street with the tits that I bought wearing a tight dress with your ass hanging out and you get raped by a pack of ends. That's insane. Like what the, like Jesus, I lost a lot of respect for him. Like, I mean, it's not like I've watched a lot of Mel Gibson movies, but, at but all. think about it though. Braveheart. Oh my God. That's like one of those like movies. Like I'll stop and watch every single time. Braveheart. Like, let's see. You've never wife, watched Braveheart, have you? Oksana? No, I've watched it like the first like hour and a half. But it's a long ass. It's like a oh, three it's hour a long movie. ass movie. Yeah. This will this will show you. This is how much it'll, it'll date me. Uh, this is before DVDs came out when Braveheart made it to like where you could rent the movie. Like you mm-hmm. go to Blockbuster or whatever. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, they could fit more information on a DVD. This was one of those two tape VHS yeah. ones that like you had to like switch over uh, <laughs> because flip, it was flip it upside so, down. <laughs> yeah, it was so goddamn long. You had to actually Titanic was the same way. When, Please when, answer when part t- two. <laughs> yeah. So you had to actually eject the first VHS tape and then put in the second. But that one. was like it was nice. Though, it was like a little intermission. You know, you go get popcorn. You know, you go to the bathroom before you put it uh, put in part two. But that, but that's what I mean is, can you separate the art from the person? Yeah, I think so. Even though he's probably a racist asshole and I probably wouldn't like if I met him in person, I still got to respect his talent as far as an, an actor. 
like you know. Mel Gibson did Passion of the Christ. Did you did you ever watch Passion of the Christ? Uh, yeah, but I, I kind of I can't really remember what what actually happened in the movie. I mean, you don't know the Bible, so <laughs> I mean, I do. I mean, like I, 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 mean, I do, but like I'm sure like there were some parts that were kind of you know fabricated. But no, but Mel went over the top with the gore, which I I gave him credit for because you like they really you know if you believe listen. That's what really happened, Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe Jesus was a real man. Do I believe he was the son of God? I don't know. I, 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 uh, I it's, it's, I'm not super religious either. And I think it's, you know, I think humans just in general love to tell stories, you know, and I'm saying, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm not saying it's true because I don't, you know, I don't want to get, but like, they the, fucked him up in that movie though, Ciroc. Oh, they, yeah. They, oh, they fucked him up. Like, like they beat them with rods and sticks, and then they pulled out the uh, the the cantails. Yeah, you know what that is? That like the, the whips. The, yeah, the whips, but the whips have like metal on the end of them that have hooks. So oh, when it man. hits you, it digs into your skin, and then when you pull it back out, it just rips the skin off of your body. Um, Do you think that's what really happened, or that yeah, was just like I an mean, over the top? That's thing? what they say, man. That's what they say. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough, man. The Bible, some of the stuff in there is just it, it's tough because it's technically is one book, right? But it's been like revamped like a thousand times. Like how many times yeah. can the story change or you retell the same story? All right. So gonna gonna take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality professionally i'm not in the best position that i've ever been in and hot talk satirizer you would think with everything that's going on a caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an african-american or a minority you're listening to the Tuttle daily podcast wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you well you can just give starfire transport a call let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Do you have something you want to say? Hey, what kind of preacher is you? Leave Tuttle a voicemail. Because you're kind of ignorant. Especially if you think he's being an asshole. No mega bitch. Will your hurtful comments offend Tuttle? No, baby. Call the show at 407-270-3044. No, baby. All right, guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. On the line with me right now is my good friend and super talented podcaster, Sarak. Sarak, tell tell people once again how they can find your stuff, the weekly review, as well as how they can find you online. Yeah, sure. So Instagram wise, it's Sarak the Mike. That's S E R A K T H E. MIC as far as the podcast. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts and YouTube as well. Just type in the weekly review, or you can just type in my name, which is Sirak. It's S-E-R-A-K. Not like the liquor, even though it's ironic that I work at a bar. So um, yeah, check it out, like it, subscribe if you do like it. If you don't like it, then fuck you. 
Can I swear on here or no? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I probably yeah, should yeah. ask I'm, before I'm I swear. Right? No, dude, swear all you want to. <laughs> um, you know, I I talked about this story this week. Um, this woman that's losing sleep over Tom Brady throwing the Lombard. Oh my throw. god. Like, because her father was the silversmith at Tiffany's. Uh-huh. And now to, now to find out, like, that the Lombardi Trophy is made at Tiffany's, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, okay? really? Like, do, do you really think most NFL fans go to Tiffany's? Tiffany's is some overpriced silver ass exactly. bullshit, in my opinion. And like they don't the even ladies, promote it like that. It's not like you go to Tiffany's. They're like, oh, by the way, we uh, produce the we Lombardi. We did the Lombardi. Like, what the fuck the is Lombardi. that? But no, she said she was like losing sleep over it. And she wants a personal apology from Tom Brady himself. Yeah. Okay. And I'm And I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to like Tom Brady, and if Tom Brady even comes close to apologizing for throwing the Lombardi <laughs> trophy, I would be so mad. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you, Tom Brady. And it's not like uh, uh, Gronkowski dropped it. You know, I if he threw no, it and it Gronkowski, fell in the water, then no. I'm like, shit. No, but you bring that up. Nobody made a big deal about, you know, Rob Gronkowski bunted a baseball off of the Lombardi trophy and dented it. Was this recently or no, was this, this like an older this championship? This was the last one that they won with the Patriots. Oh, my goodness. That's how you know they he have was, too many of them. He, he, was, he was at a Red Sox event, and mm-hmm. one of the pitchers threw a baseball, and he bunted the ball with the Lombardi Trophy. And it dented the Lombardi Trophy. Nobody made a big deal about that one. Because it's, it's Gronkowski. You can't, like, there's nothing bad. That Gronkowski can do. He can do something I bad. I mean, Gronk is. And people would just be like, oh, is Gronk just being a Gronk? You know, like, Gronk, he literally Gronk, could slap a baby. Hey, hold on one okay. second. Hey, what's up, mom? Hold on. I think my mom, I'm sitting in the truck. Mom needs something out of the truck here. <laughs> uh, what, do, what do you need, mom? Are you getting some Coke Zeros out of there? They still make right. those Coke Zeros? Yeah, they do. But I, I mean, I, I've been trying to get my parents to drink more water, Ciroc. Just know, pour but... water in the Coke Zero. Yeah, just say, know, yeah, it's a new color. Just pour water and a Coke Zero and then a little like dab of food coloring. Can't tell the difference. Yeah, but 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 Gronk Gronk is like one of those guys, like, hey man, I want to party with Gronk though. Like Gronk would be like one of those guys that would be like the guy you'd want to hang out with, in yeah. my opinion. Do you think he's tired of partying? Like Gronk's my age, is. I think. Well, maybe but, a little older. But, but but think about this though. Like Gronk was healthy this year. Mm-hmm. And all the years past, he was getting all these like bone infections mm. and stuff because he was partying. You know, he was banging probably some of the hottest chicks out there. No, he has a uh, he has like a I think a fiance, right, or a girlfriend at least. I, I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, on yeah. Instagram, he has a girlfriend, but who knows what he does? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? But Gronk I mean, like Gronk. a but like a Tom Brady, like Tom Tom's coming back again. Like, why, though? Why? Why would you not want to go out on top? Because now, now coming back another year older, yeah. being in Tampa, why even try it? Why, I, I was, why try it? I was, asked, I was thinking about that same thing. You know, I forgot who I was talking to, but I was just like, you really can't get any better than this. Like, <laughs> you've won a Super Bowl first year, new team, at their home stadium. A team, like, uh, no, a team. 
a team that has not even been to the playoffs in over yeah. a decade. It's like, we get it, man. You're good at this at, at football. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you're married to one of the hottest, like, yeah. supermodels. Like, I mean. Like, it, what is what are Tom's goals after this? Like, what do you want to achieve after football if you're Tom Brady? Go no, to space, he, maybe? I don't know. Be an astronaut? Well, I see. I mean, you bring you bring up space. Look at, look at, look, Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom motherfucking Cruise. Do you realize he's going to be up at the space station for six months to film a movie? Oh, my. That's just a reason to go to the space station. Probably going to be a terrible movie. I, I I understand that. But, like, Tom, Tom, Tom. Listen, he's one of those crazy Scientology people. <laughs> Have you ever been to Clearwater where where the Scientology place is? Yeah, I've, I've never been in it, but I've driven past it. And it looks like a Dude, damn castle. They do not play. They do not play at all. They have like a uh, a little, I don't know if it's a building. I don't know what the hell they do there. But in Ebor, Ebor City, here in Tampa, like a little sub unit, whatever. But like people like are dressed up in like the weirdest stuff. And they're always in and out. And they're always like at the corner, like passing out like pamphlets. And I just, you know, I frisbee in the sewer or something. But yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a weird society. I'm, I'm curious, though. I kind of want to like go check it out just to see what happens. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that Leah Remini chick that was on the King of Queens, like mm-hmm. she's been trying to help people out of there. Um, you know, now oh, did you did you hear this? Now Bubba's show, you know, um I don't know how much you've been listening to Bubba. Did you hear that Seth is leaving Bubba's show? You know what, Tuttle, I don't even really think I know who Seth was. Or is <laughs> like I, I I think I heard the name a few times, but every I didn't know. every everybody loves Seth. Seth worked at what the was bone. It? He worked at the bone, came over. Everybody was, you know, just thought he was God's gift to radio. Was he funny? And I particularly did not think he was. Let funny. me ask this. Was he his own person or was he just another like sub personality off of Bubba type deal? You know, no, 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 no. He worked with Drew Garabo and and Calta and all them at the Bone. Yeah, but has he ever been like the guy? You know, you can work with no, a lot no, of no, a lot no, of no, no. a lot of I, heads. I but I, I, I don't think he has. I don't think he has. But he left. He, okay, he, so he's like a good. He's like an assistant coach then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so he 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 ended up leaving, and I ended up talking to Bubba the other day, and like you know, like mm-hmm. I. Listen, I you knew you know that like I enjoyed working there. I was right. I I was good working there. I was great with that group and everything. And and we're in talks now about maybe me doing something back with them. Okay. And 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 I and I'm kind of excited about it because if I get back over there, I think that me and you can start working on some more things. I you I know, really really do. You know me, I'm I'm down for whatever. You know, I'm 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 400 anything. Well, not yeah. anything, but most things. Oh, dude, 400 anything. Then I mean, if you're gonna be like that, I mean, we can do some broke back. We can do some Hell broke no. back. Stuff, you know, like I mean, rewind, rewind. No, no, no. You said 400 percent. 400 percent means like I'm well. I'm down to do anything. I was talking like, about stocks, my stonks, my GameStop. 400 <laughs> increase. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, well, but 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 what I'm trying to say is that I'm 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 really really looking forward to maybe getting back and spending some more I, time in Tampa. I thought you and that Seth guy like were like button heads. 
At we, some point. We were, but he's gone now. He's leaving. Yeah, but is there still beef? Like, I don't. Does that just oh, disappear? Really with, do, you, with... do you know how much beef I've had That's in true. radio? Like, swear to God, like, I am Tupac hanging out the window, spitting <laughs> and, and like flipping <laughs> birds off at people. Like, I just world. got shot up. I just got shot up at, at Biggie's studio, like, when I was oh, trying to man. meet him. And like I'm on the gurney, and and as they're putting me in into the uh, the uh, ambulance, I throw <laughs> up the bird finger. Yeah, that's exactly how I am. Like I beef, <laughs> I beef. I'm all strapped. Day. I'm strapped. No, you think this I'm is not, Coke well, Zero in here? No. Yeah, no. I know. I I'm definitely strapped. All I I was never strapped at the studio though. But like okay. I I'm 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 a firm believer. In that's where that's America. where we that's where you got you got to keep the guns at the studio, right? Yeah, so, but. You know, hey, we can never. You know who was the one like that was strapped all the time? You told me, uh, um, uh, crap, the tall guy. Oh, you're, yeah, Blitz. Blitz, yeah. He seems like the type to be strapped. Yeah, like, but I you just... know, but but you know what though? He's a very responsible gun owner, and and the thing yeah, is, so someone gets shot, me... everyone's a responsible gun, gun no, owner. No, no, but what I'm saying though, if shit went down, if shit went down, like I would know that I would just have to be able to survive long enough for blood so do you think man do you think if like shit is more likely to go down when you have a gun versus not having a gun you know no it's kind of like oh, hey, knowing you, you have a gun is like i feel like people who i'm not saying hey i respect gun owners i don't have a gun i'm all for it do whatever you want but i feel like when you own so a do, gun do, when do, you own a gun you're like you're you're drawing in that type of no. confrontation I no. swear, I, I'm telling no. you, that's how it happens. No, if you're if you're a responsible gun owner, like seriously, like in the world we're living in right now, Sirach. But what is a responsible gun owner? What does that even mean? Somebody that, okay, here, a responsible gun owner, okay? You're a concealed weapons permit owner. You get pulled over by a cop, okay? You get pulled over by a cop, mm -hmm. and guess what? That cop pulls you over. You know what? You know, the first thing you do when that cop pulls you over, you hand him mm -hmm. your license. Mm -hmm. You hand him your proof of registration. You hand him your insurance card and you hand him your concealed weapons permit. That 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 is a responsible gun owner, in my opinion. But can you have a gun in a car? I don't know how that works. I don't know no, you can. Yeah, if you if you have a concealed permit, yes, you can. But like, why do you like? I'm just. It just to me. I always why saw it why as, not though? I, okay, to, to me, I always me, saw it as guns me. were designed to do one thing and one thing only. That's not hunt for sport. That's not collect. No, they're designed to kill other people. Period. Like, there's no, there's no alternate use really. You know, it's just I don't know. I think if you have it, you probably likely are going to use it or want to use it. Like, can you imagine something in your house that is a prized possession, but you can only use it in like the most extreme and rare conditions. Like you would lose your mind. You would look for reasons to use it. If you had a nice big ass screen TV, that was, I don't know, maybe a collectible or something like that. Like you would look for reasons to watch it. You know, like it's, it's, it's inevitable almost. In my opinion. Hello, are you there? Ooh, I think we might've lost them. Hear me now. I can Hello. hear you now. Yeah, I can. All hear right. You now. So what happened is I walked away from my Wi-Fi hotspot. <laughs> I thought you said I walked away from that conversation. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, like for example, okay. So 
So you 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 talk about guns being just like people looking for problems, though. But okay, so criminals, criminals, in mm-hmm. my opinion, they have guns. You look at a place like the United Kingdom, okay? Right. They don't allow guns, but guess guess who has guns in the United Kingdom? The criminals, because you want to know why? Criminals don't give a fuck about laws, right? But how many instances like I know it's happened, but how many instances have been stopped, you know, uh, uh, a good Samaritan just or, you know, uh, a gun owner with a concealed weapons permit, whatever, just stopped the crime because he had a gun like that rarely ever happened. Okay, if you're a criminal uh, with a gun, you usually are not, you know, running about, around with your gun okay, out and busting you, in you and your chick. I, I don't want to say her name because I have <laughs> privacy and stuff, but say you and your chick, you guys get married. You have a kid. Mm-hmm. You guys are shopping mm-hmm. and, and some crazy lunatic just decides because I played audio this week. Some crazy lunatic comes in and starts shooting up the place. Okay. You and your and, and your chick and your kid. This is years down the road. You have a kid. You would not want to have that piece on you to be able to defend yourself if you had to. Yeah, of of course I I would, but like the odds of that happening are just astronomical. That's the that's the thing. Plan, like we're we're, it, plan we're like, for the worst, right? But it's plan like for the worst and hope for the best. It's like it's like people who you know and this is a totally different category, but it's like saving money for like emergencies, right? Like yeah, you should have money saved, but it's like I know people who have so much money saved, waiting for that one incident to happen that would probably even probably never happen or 30 years down the line. It's like, you know, we're waiting for the bad to happen instead of taking advantage of it not happening. You, you get what I mean? Like in the gun situation is a little different, but come on, what are the odds that I'm going to shop him okay. on and a guy shoots All up right. the place? And if a guy does shoot up, shoot up the place, I'm, you know, I'm not a Rambo. I'm not going to go looking for. <laughs> I'm know, not if, if saying I'm safe, you're going to stop him, but I'm saying, you're going to get out of the place without trying to have a conflict with the person. But what if you get cornered where you're trying to escape, but that guy has you pinned down? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it would be ideal to have a gun in that situation. But like I said, the odds of that happening are just it, okay. And it's almost like if that I, happened to you, that's just bad luck. You know, right, I don't right, want to. I don't want to be that guy. Then guess but. what? Then guess what? Like, I mean, I mean that we we could talk about this and argue about it until we're blue in the well, face. Well, no, I'm saying because there's situations to where like where you could have a gun, but it may it's not necessary. And I think those are the 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 issues that you know we deal with now. It's like, was it really necessary to shoot somebody with that? You know, you could. There's there's levels to to calming a situation down, and that kind of goes. You know, I, I'm not gonna hold you long, but you know, it's like. It's like never I said this before, but it's like never being in a fight before. You don't really know what a threat is. You don't really know when your See, life but, is in danger versus, but, you know, you just getting into a fight and winning or losing or wherever the outcome may be. But if you're fighting someone who's never fought before and, and they have a concealed weapon, they might just kill you. And it's okay. like. But that's the thing about fighting nowadays, though, Sirac. I mean, I'm I'm 10 years older than you, but. Hell, you know, even getting in fist fights with people now, you know, you go on World Star Hip Hop. Yeah. And you'll see people fighting and you'll see people get hit and they will go completely limp and hit their head on the asphalt 
and they'll start seizuring out and shaking and stuff. Okay? Yeah, but most of them probably yeah. didn't die. And if it's being, re- but, uh, but, but you got to think about this: but, if it's being recorded, you got proof. You know, you take, you know, if you get knocked out, mm-hmm. you go to the hospital, do what you got to do. Now you got video camera. You take them, but you do it the right way, right? You don't. But if you, and, if you're the guy that hit that guy and he hits his head and he dies. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if it was recorded or not. You're going to jail for manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Get the hell out of there. Rudd, do something. No, no, but but that's what I'm trying to say, though, is that now you have to be careful. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I've talked about this. I don't road rage anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't, like, I let things go because right now in the pandemic we're dealing, in, dealing mm-hmm. with, you don't know what people are going through. Did you hear the audio of that couple up in Pennsylvania that got like the double homicide? They were having a feud with their neighbors uh-huh. and this stuff was caught on the ring doorbell camera. And the, the guy kept calling the other neighbor. What's up, pussy? What are you going to do? Pussy, pussy, pussy. And the guy came out of the garage, pulled a gun out of his waistband and fucking wasted both of them. Yeah, and I'm sure he and, was a responsible and, gun owner right before that, you know, that mm, incident occurred. That's but guess how, what? If that guy would have if that guy would have had a gun on him, he could have protected himself. But you still you, you can't still, predict somebody's just gonna just pull out a pistol and shoot you, you know. But you but the thing is is you gotta be smart now. You got to let things go. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to bring the point on is everybody has to be right everybody's like, oh, I can't lose this fight. No, no, actually, you can lose this fight because guess what? If you keep pushing it, your ass is going to be dead just like those two people up in Pennsylvania. And nobody wins in that city. He killed himself afterwards, right? No, 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 no. I don't don't think he did. But, I mean, what about the dude over here in Orlando on the 417? Some guy cut him off. He blew his horn and started flicking the bird at him. The guy in the car in front of him pulled out a pistol, pointed at him, and then the guy that got cut off pulls out his gun and just empties the clip through the front windshield of his truck at the other car. Like, this is like some Grand Theft Auto type shit. You know, it's... No, it is. Like, seriously, it is straight up. I mean, I I can, like, I, I respect that. I mean, if somebody pulls a pistol on you, if somebody aims at you with a pistol and you have a gun near or on you yeah you got you got to shoot back you do you think to. grand theft auto is making better criminals no i mean no <laughs> no, no some I of the mean, shit you could do a grand theft auto like people could pull that off in real life <laughs> i mean what like what like Stealing helicopters off the top of and, yeah or, yeah, or running hitting people the, over on the sidewalk like no yeah you, they'd end that real quick so it does not make them. All right, Sirach. I was going to talk about Happy Gilmore, but I think we got into some other like better conversations. Sirach, tell people once again how they can find you. Check out the weekly uh, review. Weekly review. Check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Just type in my name. That's S-E-R-A-K. Should be one of the first ones to pop up. And then as far as Instagram, you want to like my pics, that's fine with me. It's Sirach the mic, as in one word. And I will see you guys next time. All right. All right, man. Hey, Sorak, I thought that was great. Thanks, buddy. No, I mean, for real. Like, I mean, have you noticed, like, we just go into things and we riff and we're able to just. Yeah, that was that that could have, you know, it's like 
always say, oh, well, like 15 or 20 minutes. And the next thing you know, it's like hourly. <laughs> like no, hourly. but I mean, I mean, seriously, though, look, look how good that. So the thing and this isn't for on the air, but, um, you know, Bubba's wanted to bring me back for like some one off shows uh -huh. or Bubba Army Radio and stuff like I we won't even have to go there. But what I'm saying is, like, if I do that, I would like to do it with you. Hell yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I think, it, I think it would be a great promotion for both of the things that we're trying to do, if if if, if that's something you're interested in. Uh, hell, I was going to say 400%, but I'm going to kick it. I'm going to keep it to 100% now. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but you would, you would be down with that if, if I can make it happen. Bro, of course I will be down. Like I, I've been itching. Yeah, hell yeah, I will be down. All right, all right. It would, it would, it would be, a, it would be a, uh, some great promotion for you. So, well, let me. How, how? When do you think? Like ASAP? Like I, I I'm mean, ready to go. I'm, I'm always ready. To, I'm supposed to meet with him next week sometime. So, okay. Well, let me know how it goes, or if you need me to come to, or be online, or whatever. I'll be there. You know, your name came up. You know, because they were talking about replacements for Seth, and like. Well, your name came up a couple of times by people. <laughs> Bubba's probably like, wait, four o'clock in the morning? Like, oh, hell. He, he's yeah, I know. I know. But what I'm trying to say, though, is like, you know, like I'm looking out for you if, if something does happen. So, well, I'm here, man. I appreciate it. I'm here. Um, Yeah. If 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 it's a green light, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I think me and you doing the show would be amazing. So if that's something you want to do, let me know. OK, OK, I will do. All right, man. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Nerd, radio personality, and Hot Talk Satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh, I got a very special guest, Dylan. Dylan, how are you, buddy? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of out of it right now. Dylan, uh, you're calling me from Sacramento right now, and I think in California, you guys have been kind of locked down and stuff, haven't you? Yeah, it's actually been not so bad these days. Um, at least we have good weather. It's kind of what I've been telling myself. <laughs> Dude, it <laughs> is yeah. it is it, it is 88 degrees right now in Florida. Nice. Yeah, it seems like the coasts are getting getting by. Yeah, I know. Now, Dylan, tell people a little bit about yourself, Dylan, where they can find your you you on social media, your website everything you're about and then then we'll get into this because I, I i go about interviews in a different way you know like i know a lot of the stuff that you're about and everything but i like to let the interviews kind of grow into like its own living breathing entity here and and i like to let my guests 
kind of be their own hype man because it's it's your baby. I mean, let's be honest. It is your baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so Dylan, tell people everything about yourself. Sure. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. So hopefully I deliver. Um, oh, but- dude, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I've been working in broadcasting for 22 years. So, I mean, I'm going to be I'm going to have you under a microscope right oh, now. Here we go. And and I'm going to be like just listening to every single word because, you know, Jerry Seinfeld, the reason he was such a great comedian was because he was a wordsmith. So let's see what type of a wordsmith dylan is right now. and and i'm just kind of joking i'm i'm just yeah. busting balls right now dylan i really don't care i just i not that i don't care about you it's just i i'm just having fun here that's all yeah no worries um but yeah so i i work on a little thing called live for another um it is sort of in a lot of ways it's a therapy session which sounds kind of weird but ultimately we try to use kindness to get by in life um and so we come up with creative ways to I, I need that right things. now, by the way. Yeah, I, 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 I need that right now, by the way. And What's I, going and on? I, 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 well, I mean, well, let, let's 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 hear about your stuff first and then we'll get sure. into mine. <laughs> OK, cool. Uh, yeah. So we come up with kindness projects and typically they are ridiculous and oftentimes stupid in scale. Um, but they're all about helping people in creative ways. So a cool example back in October, you know, with the pandemic going on and everything, um, we thought, why not bring trick-or-treating to the kids? So we built a giant, bigger-than-us-sized catapult and mounted it on the back of a flatbed truck and then drove around town. so you could shoot candy. You know, I I saw some neighbors, not, not neighbors here, but like on the news, where they had these like little like um, zip lines. So they were right. zip lines that ran from the uh, front porch to the mailbox that they could zip line candy down to. And and I thought that was a really cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were inspired by that. And then we kind of took it and went with it, I guess, by, you know, putting it on the back of a truck and then like going to the kid's house. It was lots of fun. And we dressed up as like, I think I was SpongeBob and we had the whole oh. gambit. <laughs> now, now. Now, Dylan, let, let me ask you. So so your 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 whole mission is about doing kindness for people, like random acts of kindness for people. OK, yeah. Now, why is it? And I know this is going to be a very loaded question and I know it's going to be very, very deep. And, and I apologize. But what 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 i'm trying to ask is like why is it when we go through adversity and tragedy like for example after 9-11 everybody was like yes go america we were all together we opened doors for each other we we said hello you know people up in new york that usually don't talk to each other they were all talking to each other why is this something that we cannot do when things are going great? You know, because uh, w- what I'm what I'm trying to say is like you don't know what people are going through. Like right. that guy, that person that's walking down the street or that person that maybe, you know, might piss you off or rub you the wrong way. You don't know what they're going through. Why, why, why can we not do those, those random acts of kindness like you, you're talking about all the time? 
that's exactly the question we're trying to answer um, by making it like our main focus, I guess. And I think kind of what we come down to, like using 9-11 as, as an example, I think it's important to think about why something like that did lead to kindness, right? And it's like, well, we were upset. Well, I, I was three at the time, so I don't remember it too well. But I imagine most people were. God, I know, feel like an old, old ass now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just turned 40, by the way. So, okay. I mean, I don't feel like I'm that, that old. Yeah. But, but what I'm trying to say, though, is that you get what I mean by right. tragedy bringing people together. Why does it take tragedy to bring people together? Why can't we just not be cool all the time? I think it's that tragedy reminds us sort of like the connection that we have with strangers. Mm-hmm. So continuing with 9-11, right? It's like, well, suddenly we're reminded that it could just all be over. Something random could happen and suddenly like these people are not around anymore. And it, mm-hmm. it reminds you that, you know, the people passing you on the street might not be here tomorrow. And you kind of reflect on what that means. Um, as to why we don't do that all the time, I think it's just easier not to. Thinking about those things is kind of difficult, right? It, it's difficult to use kindness randomly. It's typically mm-hmm. like a lot of people, they use it as a way to overcome something, like you said. Um, and that's something I've, I, I've yet to figure out why we don't do it more often. But that's what we're trying to communicate. Like, you can do it every single day. And if you do, I think ultimately other people will do it more. And it's, it, it's like a self-reinforcing cycle where everyone benefits from it. Yeah, Dylan, you know, like earlier when I told you, um, you know, I, I've been working in radio 22 years of my life. And, you know, you you meet these advertisers, you meet these people that are important to your career, people that personally touch you, that that become your friend and stuff. And I found out, you know, I grew up here in Volusia County. We have the uh, Daytona International Speedway, the Daytona 500 actually happened this weekend. Oh, wow. And, and, and the president of the Speedway, well, he wasn't the current president, but he was a former president of Daytona International Speedway. Really great friend of mine. Um, did a lot for me. Helped me get hired. Actually helped uh, my wife get hired at NASCAR. I found out just like an hour ago that that he passed away and and, you know, I just talked to him a couple of weeks ago and 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 it just it it, it, kind of just like. Pits things into perspective, It, it, it bums me out, but it also like wants me to start reaching out to the people that maybe I haven't talked to in a while because you like you said, yeah. you just, you never know when they're going to be gone. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because I think, you know, there's sort of this thing where people think that to randomly do kindness, you have to be someone like Mr. Rogers. And I mm. think that I, I really, which he was a great guy. We, we could all use yeah. <laughs> a Mr. Rogers. I, I watched the documentary and the it's one great. that Tom Hanks did. And, you know, a lot of people see now, let, let me ask you that, uh, uh, Dylan, that why, why is it that when somebody is over nice 
or they are compassionate, it comes off as ingenuine or it's fake. Do do you do you get what do do you get what I'm saying by that? Like yeah. when 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 people see somebody, oh, he is such a nice guy, but everybody's like, oh, I bet he has some skeletons in the closet. Why why is that? Why why can we not just enjoy somebody that is just a decent human being? Yeah, we we get that a lot actually. And I I think Mr. Rogers as an example, like watching those movies, you come to realize that he wasn't Mr. Rogers. Like he he wasn't the perfect person. He really did he had have his flaws. Yeah, and he was using kindness as a way to overcome it. So it's like this weird thing where we pretend like other people are, it's like we've, yeah, we just don't acknowledge that they're in the same situation we are. We like um, sort of characterize them differently. I don't know. And, and I've done a lot of research, okay, in the Tom Hanks movie, because you know how they like to Hollywood things, right? right. You know, like uh, they, they like to go over the top. Um that that whole scene because like I, there's not a lot of things that choke me up like that that get me like emotional but mm. um you know do if you remember the part in the movie where tom hanks leans into the writer's father's ear and he whispers something and and yeah. when they're walking out he says like you know what did what did you say to him and he said i said could you pray for me and he was like well why would you say that and he said somebody that is that close to death should be so close to like god and i'm not a religious person per se at all i believe in a higher power and something but he was like, I asked them to pray for me because if anybody is there, he should be closer to God right. than anybody, you know, and, and that that kind of touched me a little bit. Yeah, it, I remember that scene pretty. Yeah, that stuck out to me as well. And for the same exact reason, it was it was a different perspective on things, I think. You know, and and I'm sorry, I don't I don't mean to get like all dark and depressive. I like to do fun type radio and stuff. So give me an example of some of the things that that you guys are trying to do through your message. Yeah, we have a bunch of different kinds of projects. The big one that I'm focusing on right now um, is actually editing together a documentary that we shot right before the pandemic hit where we packed up 15 suitcases full of video games and we challenged ourselves to visit as many children's hospitals as possible in just oh, seven that days. That is badass. <laughs> Dude, Let me was... ask you, were they, were they, were they like old school video games or were they like uh, the updated ones? Cause you know, the kids yeah. and stuff, they all need like the best graphics and everything like that. Yeah. But I mean, were they, were they some of the old school type stuff? No, that was, so it was in 2019, and they were the newest PlayStation. Oh, of course. Xbox but I mean, <laughs> I hope I hope like PlayStation and them kind of like hooked you guys up and and like helped you, or you guys had some sponsors because sponsors are big. You know, people don't realize how big sponsors are when it comes to doing great things. Though, am I am yeah. I off by saying that? 
No, definitely. For us, it's entirely, um, really our sponsors are just average people. We're, we're crowdfunded. So <laughs> it was okay. a bunch of people coming together to make that one possible for us. And, and yeah, it was, a, it was a hefty project for sure. Now, like, give me an example. What, what were type of stuff the kids or people were going through that you wanted to play video games with? Give, give me an idea. Were, were they terminal? Were they like sick? I, I'm not trying to get too personal or in detail, but I, I just, you know, it's my job as a broadcaster to paint a picture. Yeah. Give people an idea of, you know, what you guys are trying to do. So that was something that was actually really important to me going in. Um, I have since high school, so, you know, five, 10 years, five, I don't even know how old I am, but for a while I've been going to children's hospitals. See, and you're doing that thing that all the celebrities do. Oh, I don't know how old I am. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It's a running joke between me and my producer. I say that I just turned 40. To be honest, I turned 41 in November. So mm. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. So I, I know I, I'm just trying to be funny. That's all. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but what I'm trying to say is, oh, don't lie. You know exactly how old you are. I'm going. really, I'm just bad at math, to be honest. I know how old I am, but I can't remember when I started this project. Well, what year <laughs> were you born? 98. Oh, God. You want me to be honest? I graduated in 98. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that wow does not make me feel good, Dylan. You're like, oh, wow. No, that just means you've got a good amount of experience. You know, you, you're a lot more wise than I am. That means that I have one, one foot more in the grave than you do. But <laughs> that's just a joke. But so back back to what you were saying, it, it was something that was important to you um, in, in talking about the kids and stuff that you yeah. were helping. Uh, yeah. Please finish before I rudely interrupted you. <laughs> no worries. Um, it, was, it was really important to me that we actually didn't ask the kids what they were going through. I think that all we needed to know was that the kid was in the hospital. And like that in itself, I think is that's enough a tough place. for us to extend our hand. That's a tough place for kids to be in. You know, it's it's cold. It's very sterile. You know, yeah. kids, kids are used to being outside. Well, I don't know. Maybe kids today aren't. But I know when I was a kid, it was about being outside, riding your bikes, playing football, you know. Uh, so what if you got dirty, you didn't wash your hands? I mean, you should now living through the pandemic and everything. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, being in a hospital can be a scary place. Yeah. And, and lonely, too. Yeah, there's there's so many different, like, unpleasant emotions that are going on. Right. And like as a child, um, a friend of mine was diagnosed with cancer and I spent a bunch of time with him and I know exactly what it, what those video games can do. And so mm -hmm. in that case, you know, in, in that particular project, that was our goal. It was to provide these kids an escape, an opportunity to go to a completely different world, right? A, a place that yeah. wasn't clinical, wasn't boring, wasn't sad. There weren't tests being ran. They just got to play some Mario. And, um, yeah. And oftentimes we would make sure that like if their parents were there or something. Damn, dude. You know what, though? I you, if, you, if I'm being honest, like I want like can can we get like a Florida chapter of <laughs> kind of what you're doing like over here? Like I'm being I'm being dead honest. Like if you 
if I mean, like, I would love to be able to do something like that over here. So, like, if there's something that I could do, like, I mean, seriously, be let me know what I can do to make that happen. Yeah, for sure. We've made it as far uh, as close to you, rather, as Tennessee, but not quite all the way down. <laughs> Dude, let's let's get right in central Florida. I'll hit the I-4 corridor for you. That's Daytona Beach, Orlando, Tampa. Like, I, I'm all about it. Like, let me know what I can do because I love playing video games and, and I will get in there and I'm a clown. Like, I do a lot of, like, physical comedy. Like, I'll do whatever it is to, like, you know, like, just put a smile on their face. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it kind of comes down to. It's now just, people it's just as brief moments. Now, if people want to donate or like help you guys out in any way, what I mean, how can they do that? I live for another.com. It's got all the info, all of our past projects and um, and some of our future ones too. Like right now, I think the how we how I messaged you was a little pitch about the world's biggest trash can. That's the one we're really fundraising for right now. Uh, tell me <laughs> about that. No, 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 no. Tell me, please tell me. This, yeah. This, I, this have you heard I of the world, I love world records. I love stuff like that. So like, yes, please let me know. Yeah. Have you heard of the trash tag challenge? No, I have not. The basic but... concept of it is to go to like a park or a river and take a before and after picture um, where there's trash and then you clean it up. So before it's it up. Trash, yeah, yeah, after yeah. it's, you know, in a bag. Um, we we were inspired by that idea, but we wanted to take it a step further. So we did some research and found out that building the world's biggest trash can is something that's actually relatively attainable. Um, it'd be about 15,000 gallons. And the idea would be to take it um, up and down the, the West Coast, filling up the trash can. So allowing people to sort of come together as a community, participate in this world record and, you know, have a pretty significant impact on their local parks or rivers or wherever we might end up stopping. Um, but naturally, pretty expensive so it's definitely still in the, the fundraising phase at the moment <laughs> yeah well dylan dude i i i have absolutely enjoyed talking with you um i'm gonna follow you on all my social media i want to be able to help you guys in any way that i can uh i think what you're doing is amazing i think we need more people like you out there uh you know because right now in our country we are just so divided right now this is mm -hmm. this is the most divided our country has ever been everybody is at each other's throats and it is just not great you know, we're getting over arguments of people wearing masks or not wearing masks. Do you realize what the the previous generations had to go through? What they had to sacrifice during World War II, during the war war effort and what they had to do. And now we're getting upset just because we're told we have to wear a mask when we go someplace. I think I think it just shows how divided we are right now mm -hmm. in this country. And we need just to be compassionate. We need to be empathetic to each other. In my opinion, I think people have lost empathy in our yeah. country right now. Yeah. And I, and I think random acts of kindness is well, sort of, I guess, a quick way to hopefully get get there, you know, 
you're a recipient of it, you realize that someone did something for you. And mm-hmm. it really, uh, really gives you a second to think and, and hopefully appreciate the, the people that you passed. And, and and I'm sorry, I hope like I didn't get like too deep or like too political or too preachy. But I mean, when I get into things that I'm passionate about or or I have, you know, and I don't mean to curse bullshit happen to me like it's happened to me today. It just gets me fired up. It yeah. gets me focused. It makes me want to do things to make changes. And 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 that's about it. So hopefully, like, I didn't scare you off with this <laughs> interview or anything. Hopefully I didn't, like, upset you or anything. But let me know whatever I can do to be able to help you out. Because I want to I, I want to make a difference. I, I want to help people out. Yeah, for sure. The easiest step, honestly, go to our website. And we have this thing called the Kindness Fund. We're basically mm-hmm. people who are able to donate and contribute and help in that way. They can do that, but then the people who now can I can I can I can I ask you? And this is just me being serious, and I'm not trying to be a dick or anything. But you know, a lot of these you know nonprofits, good things, and stuff like that that bring in money. I mean, are are is anybody in your organization taking a salary or anything, or is all the money that's donated going? for a good cause. You you see what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a dick or put you on the spot or anything. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, th- there are a lot of fundraisers where the CEOs are millionaires and I just don't, I, I, I can't get behind that type of stuff. Yeah. So personally, I don't take any money. I haven't taken any money from it, um, but I do pay the guys who help me. Okay, well that that's fine. It. That's fine. And 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 I get that. And and I wasn't trying to put you on the spot or whatever, but you also got to realize that that does happen a lot, right? Yeah. You you do realize that there are a lot of people that are getting rich as hell off of fundraising or charities and stuff. And and I completely understand. You got to pay the people that help you, but like I just have a problem when CEOs and 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 founders of stuff like that are like millionaires and stuff. For I'm sure. just like I can't get behind stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually glad this isn't a video interview because my background would definitely dissuade those fears. <laughs> How messy, messy my place is right now. <laughs> no, but Dylan, I I hope I didn't offend you by asking that last question, but. No. You know, I, I, I think it's something important to people. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Right. got to make sure it's being put right. to a good use. Yeah. Well, Dylan, man, I, uh, I look forward to working with you in the future and I hope you have a wonderful day. Okay. You as well. Thank you. All right, Dylan, have a good one. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. 
Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, what's going on?